this is Kevin Sanders, and this podcast is called From Cancer to Courage. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. I have no letters behind my name. I'm Kevin Sanders, and this is my story. Hey, Dario. How was you? Kevin Sanders, this is your story? Yes, sir, it is. Yes. Well, let's tell it, then. It's all about, about a recap. It's all about me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. Um... <laughs> It's Every not, it's, week it's all about you. I know, but it's not actually all about me because you're along with you're along on my journey. But it's all about you. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, this podcast number thirty-two is mm-hmm. going to be about faith and God. Yeah. Uh, recapping pod thirty-one. Um, uh, we we talked about last episode that you can tell a tree by its fruit, and that I am an encouraging person. What's our conversation going to be about today? What, what, what you got for me, Dario? What's going on? Well, listen, listen, I want to know, how does your faith uh, increase mm-hmm. or improve um, since the moment mm-hmm. you found out you had cancer until now? You know, um, let's say from 2008 to now? Yeah. All right. Well, there's been... Uh, it's been a lot of big events, I guess, that have increased my faith since my cancer right. diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know, like going back to school and getting a bachelor's degree. And when I decided, you know, my true passion was movies. So I went back to school and got a degree in 3D modeling and animation. And uh, I had mentioned before how I started school, like why I was still taking chemo. And I just kind of right. pushed through pushed through all of that and got straight straight A's in my degree. So it was like my... Right on, right on. When I hopped right into on. modeling and anima- animation, I had straight A's. It was, uh, uh, well, you it was know, really I, impressive. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it was impressive. It is impressive to me. And I, I remember you were saying that you were so determined that you sometimes had to excuse yourself mm-hmm. from class to barf. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, That's I mean, dedication. That's... That was that was only one of the time. That was like well, one time. You never said it's one time. I I think yeah, I so. did. Well. <laughs> it was like it was one of the first few days I went uh, went back to class, and it was like when I was in math class. I think it was just because I ran out of anti puke pills. But yeah. going back to school after right. being out of school for so long was also mm-hmm. really challenging and uh, I had always loved California but I needed skills to be up to par like in the, in the movie industry out here. Um so I know I wanted to work in movies and I compared my work with people out in California. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I was like I need to be up to that standard. So I compared my work with people in the industry out here um from Indiana and mm. um and I found um like my school didn't even remotely get me ready for any kind of film industry, anything. So I found a school. No, uh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, it was mm. a, uh, it was a public school. Indiana school. Um, mm? yeah, it was like uh, a public college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And, uh, they obviously, you know, they're not going to train you to be very specific in like going into movies and film. So right. I found a school in Orlando, Florida that had an 85% job placement into the film industry. And mm-hmm. I was like, in one year. So I was like, boom. Mm-hmm. In my mind, like right after, right after this, I would find a job in Cali. Right after that, I'd, I'd be mm-hmm. like, all right, we're going down to Orlando, getting, uh, going to school for a year, and, uh, and then mm-hmm. I head straight out to Cali because Cali is where I wanted to end up, eventually, anyway. Right. Right. So, so did you have? So I don't know. God picked me up, and he just mm. plopped me in Orlando. I was like, Oof. boop. 
Bam. I'm plop. Yeah, <laughs> I'm plop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so did you have any idea what kind of career you wanted? Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I knew that I really loved watching movies. Um, and uh, well, that was what just really interested me. Right. So, like, I knew that I wanted to work in movies. But I wasn't exactly sure, like, how or what way. And uh, the Dave School, Digital digital Animation and Visual Effects School. Um, was Dave. Dave. Yeah. So wow. it was interesting because it was, like, Dave's school. And I was like, hopefully this isn't, like, a guy in his shorts teaching people in his basement. Flip-flops with a Hawaiian shirt on. Right, Chest yeah. Chest Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave's school. Yeah. But, you know, it, did, it was the Digital Animation and Visual Effects School. Um mm. And they taught me how to do visual effects, green screening, editing, compositing. Uh, and they, they just basically gave us a huge buffet of everything in the movie industry. Like, wow. And pushed, Buffets are good. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, you get a sampling of everything. But they don't really, <laughs> they don't really focus on like, what to do in the film industry. They just give you mm-hmm. an example of everything. And then they also, um, they also pushed us to the point where um, we were working extremely long hours and they 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 kind of took that from the the industry because the industry pushes you really long hours. Mm. So it was basically like we had to. Uh, um, it was a, a program that was condensed uh, for a year, and so it was like it almost felt like it was five years uh, compressed into one. And it was like eight to ten hours mm. a day, seven days a week. Our only break was Monday nights, and they would as when that would be when they would introduce the next week long project. So we basically had a few right. hours Monday night free each week. Mm. Wow. So th- how'd you like it? Did you think uh, this is something you wouldn't mind doing? Or did it tickle your fancy? What's up? <laughs> tickle my fancy. It was... Uh, That's a little English. English. Uh, tickle, did it tickle your fancy? <laughs> I mean, did, did, did you like it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, <laughs> I really liked what I was doing. Um, but honestly, it was, uh, it was one of the hardest times in my life. Like Mm. mind, body, and soul, like were super depleted. I'd gained like 30 pounds of weight, always eating fast food, gas station, vending machine diets. My mind was trying to absorb so much information. Like I had my first panic attack on, I think it was like the second day of school. And, um, really, why? Yeah. Is because Why? they were pressing you. So when they say that you'll get a zero on a project if you don't complete this within a certain amount of time, I was like, mm-hmm. they made it so difficult that there was like, um, they said, I think we had 60 people in class and 10 people dropped mm-hmm. out the very first night. Like it was so intense. Boom, 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 boom. Yep. They're just like, we can't, we can't handle this. And they just so dropped us in. You were determined. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't care whether anxiety anxiety hits me or not. I'm getting through this. Mm-hmm. And so a sink or swim. Right. And if you left, right. like example, if you left one letter out of a file mm-hmm. name or something mm-hmm. very tiny, mm-hmm. like you got a zero on the entire thing. Imagine spending an entire week on a project, maybe mm-hmm. like 70 hours, and you turn in a project and it doesn't have one letter in the file name and you'll get a zero on it. Like wow. that stuff will make or break you mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. man, like in order. So in order to relax, we were working 
for so long, like almost every night, every Monday night, we, we went out and drank as much alcohol as we possibly can just to erase mm-hmm. all of the, like the past project. Wow. And it's wow. like either that or you go insane. So we sat, I mean, we sat for most of the year in chairs and worked on cons- uh, computer screens. So, if, you know, of course I gained a lot of weight mm-hmm. and, uh, I mean, I found a church um, that I'd sometimes was able to get to Sunday mornings. I'd had straight from church to school. Um, you know, the rest of the Sunday would be to like finish up projects before I had to turn them in on Monday. Mm-hmm. On Mondays we would go over the projects, but everything, uh, about that year is basically hell. But, right. but in the tension, in the stress, in the anxiety is where they cemented information into your brain. I learned, yeah, mm. I've mentioned, you know, I learned more in that year than I did my five years at community college. Wow. Hey, you know, Grasshopper, I read that there were certain foods, you know, greasy foods, booze and mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, there's some things that aren't good for people who have cancer, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and so, so you gained 30 pounds, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Were you depressed, man? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I guess you're very correct in saying that, you know, fast food, um, uh, vending machine stuff and booze is not good for people with cancer. Well, I mean, anyone really, but just like, like if you have a, uh, ailment or something, yeah. cancer, mm-hmm. there's some things that, um, what is it, uh, make it, uh, make it come back. What is, what is the word? It, it, it fuels the cancer. You know what yes. I mean? It's bad for it. Oh, they yeah. also say and that, so, um, I was going to say, they also say that alcohol lowers your immune system. Mm. So it's like, um, when you have an infection come on and you drink alcohol, it makes it so your white blood cells can't fight as well. Mm. Cause alcohol see is technically a poison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did, yeah. Did you see a future? Did you see a future in this? In this, I had like the ultimate goal of getting through this. So I always had my eyes on the prize. Like, you know, I'm going to get a job in the film industry. It doesn't matter what I have to go through. But um, I had become depressed in the middle of the year. And and I, I was a believer still. You know, I, I believed in God. Um, but all work and no play, you know, makes Jack a dull boy was basically the concept of that year. And many nights, you know, I mm-hmm. did cry out loud out loud to god i was like i was angry at god i was yelling at him and as i remember one night crying and yelling at him right, because i right. felt like he just left me it right, was literally right. the hardest year of my life 99 percent of the people around me were not believers and a big chunk were like hardcore atheists and i mm-hmm, wasn't being mm-hmm. fed enough good and positive things and i felt like my godly soul i just earned through my hope ride was right, breaking right. apart and it was right it was really tough, really tough. But I found one person that wanted to go to church with me um, when they could. Right, right. Well, that's really cool, man. I mean, I think I think your hope ride was encouraging. You know? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, well, it is. Yeah. Um, remember you talked about this guy, um, Frank? What's his name? Yeah, Frank. You know the guy, the guy who he had a terminal disease and. Um, one of his, his things was um, to see you finish this hope ride. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, um, Frank was my number one fan. Right. And right. Uh, 
It was also, let me see. I think it was, it was also Margot's grandmother. Right. And like you said, you know, giving someone hope to live mm-hmm. is the, mm-hmm. like, I believe is one of the greatest things you can ever accomplish in my opinion. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and so just giving people something to look for, you know, is a great thing to accomplish in life. Yeah. I think, you know, it's great what you, what you, what you were doing, what you did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I think it's wonderful, man. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, hmm. So do you think your disability will get in the way of your everyday life? you like, you know, you, um, you try to do, uh, uh, what is it? Um, not overcompensate, mm-hmm. but you push yourself, you push yourself mm-hmm. to, to be the best. Yeah. Do you think, um, as a young cancer survivor, um, well, I don't see that you have a disability. No. I just see survivor, man. You're a survivor. Well, does that make sense? I mean, that you you push yourself to do better and beyond than anyone else? Yeah, uh, I mean, like I consider myself um, very. There's very very. Bloop, bloop, bloop. I think bloop, I, I would. <laughs> I'm gonna say like even with learning disability, right. I wasn't gonna let that get in the way. I pressed right, myself right. harder than most people, even at school. Um, when you know, with an emphasis on being great, even if it caused a bunch of turmoil in me, like I'm, I'm basically fighting, fighting my disability. And I'm one of the very few people that has been blessed enough to be able to like cover up any disability I've had. Like I've placed so much, like an incredible amount of pressure on myself to patch or fix any disability I had with this old brain cancer that this old cancer thing basically taught me how to fight and how to be a stronger stronger as a person you know well you know why why is that because you're gritty <laughs> like that yeah you got that grit gritty grasshopper <laughs> grit. gritty grasshopper yeah. my boy <laughs> you know it's like yeah i don't know after that crazy year in my life mm-hmm. and graduating and then spending a few months applying like it was my yeah. job every day right uh the career services guy um at school asked me and another guy if we wanted to work for a company in Canada because right. I mean we were the only two Canadians in that school and really yes so two Canadians in one place that's yeah crazy isn't it isn't it crazy <laughs> except the, the other kid didn't really care he was he was a younger guy and he was like was he Canadian was he American no he was Canadian I already said we're, oh. we were the only two Canadians no but you said the other two guys the more no the other guy Oh, the other guy was a young kid and he didn't even really care. Man, he was he was Canadian. Yes. He didn't okay. care about the job. He just wanted to sit around and smoke. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not here to mess around. So I just got my first time job in the industry. It was, it's interesting how God works. Like he will he will elevate you and put you through. Right. He'll give you like secret accesses to these places. Like you right. don't need to. Right. Like everyone else who got into the film industry, they had to give them a test in the very beginning to get in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people failed those mm-hmm. tests. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. because this company just needed a Canadian citizen. They couldn't hire any more U.S. citizens because it was going to cost them really? more money. And they'd have to like purchase wow. their visas and order mm. and do a lot more paperwork to get American citizens up there. So wow. I picked up my life and moved to Toronto in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I got the mm-hmm. two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, oh. I was like, I ran. 
So I got the job mm. at, at uh, in Toronto at Stereo D, where I worked as, as a, a 3D compositor, and I was working on some of the highest budget films around. And I got the chance to work on Star Wars and Marvel movies and mm-hmm. you name it, Star Trek, anything. Well, well, listen, I love Star Trek, mm-hmm. but I hate to drop the bomb on. I hate Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely hate it. I didn't understand uh, it. Yeah. It was just. You know, it took me 40 years to see the first Star Wars, which yeah. was the last one that uh, um, uh, Princess Leia was in. Yeah. 40 years. <laughs> I hate it. And I guess because I had a boy in my in my um, eighth grade class. I just I don't know how to say his name, but mm-hmm. me anyway. He had the lunch pail, the oh, T-shirt, yeah. the uh, the book um, cover. Yeah. I hated it, man. Absolutely hated it. Well, I'm glad you worked on it. There are some people in uh, the Dave school that, like, they were such hardcore fans. They had tattoos Ugh. of, like, Star Wars stuff. And I think the, the movie you're last talking about, it was, like, Carrie Fisher's last film. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes. But, yes. like, I'm not a Star Wars nerd, um, but I kind of say it because it's, like, a household name of a movie. Like, who doesn't know what Star Wars is, if, if you've seen Me? them or not? Me? Me? If you have seen them or not, you you still knew oh. what Star Wars was. Yeah, and it's a, but it's a big movie. Franchise. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah, but check it out. The Star Wars you worked on were the later Star Wars. I'm talking about the earlier Star Wars. Oh well, there's like eighteen. I don't know how many Star Wars there are out right now, but I've worked on two of them. Right. Anyway, that makes you IMBD qualified. I uh, yes, I do have an IMDb page. You are correct. But of course, I got twenty six movies i worked on mm. and then with my my late latest job i got some animation and editorial stuff for mortal kombat 11 um mm-hmm. anyway i i got a call from this uh this person who was going to hire me mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and contacted mike at the dave school who contacted me and uh basically she talked to me over the phone and said hey we got this opportunity um if you mm-hmm. want to drive up to mm-hmm. toronto um mm-hmm. and then so, uh, and so as I was driving up there, packed up all my stuff as as quickly as I could, because if you're in the film industry, they expect you to be there within like two or three days. And if you right. can't make it, they're going to find someone else who can to replace you, which is basically how it works because everyone wants to work on movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the way up there, I had, uh, I had called, I called this person and I didn't get anything back there was no it was like i hit a wrong number it's like this person never got a hold of me and never talked to me so i had just spent a few grand moving up there with no news no new news at all about the job i even scouted around the area when i found and i found the building when i moved up there no new news so i'm just like lord where are you now why did you have me move all the way up here like i was like I just trusted this lady on the phone who said, yeah, you have a job up here. And it's like two weeks later, I can't get a hold of her. And it's a a long number. And I was like, where are you now, God? Why did you take me all the way up here? I didn't even, you know, as a contract worker or someone who gets a job, you sign a contract. And I was like, I didn't even sign a contract to say that I had even had the job. And so I was supposed to sign it, you know, when I got to work. And, um, Mm. but so the night before... Um, it was like evening before mm-hmm. I drove there and I sat in the parking lot and I prayed mm-hmm. and my, <laughs> the battery in my, my Mustang died as I was sitting there. No. Oh. Yeah. 
so not the only thought of it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was like, <laughs> so I prayed in the parking lot, and, you know, and your battery, like, your Mustang and, dies. Yeah, and so I had to, I had to eventually get like a jump from the security guard who was mm-hmm. like walking around and giving people tickets. And so he's going to yeah. give me a did ticket if did, I didn't did, did leave. Did you get one? No. You get a ticket? No, because ah. I was like, my car battery died. And so obviously he's like, well, here's a ticket. So he helped me jump the car. Mm. Anyways, like, so before, I'm, so I'm just sitting there. And right. as I'm praying, all of a sudden, a bunch of emails show up in my inbox. Really? It was like, it was like within like 20 minutes or it's like inside that prayer. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden he's like, Oh, here you go. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, talk about faith. And he doesn't show up. Like it was like the perfect, the perfect timing. It was like the 11th mm-hmm. hour. And mm-hmm. man, I was just like two weeks of testing. And I, I drive there and I'm sitting in the parking lot. And then he gives it to me. It's like the night before I'm supposed to start this job. I'm thinking in my mind, I was like, what am I going to do tomorrow? I'm just going to walk up and in my mind. I'm, I'm going to go there and I'm going to be like, uh, I'm supposed to work today. My name is Kevin Sanders. Mm. And um, mm. yeah, I, I, mm. uh, I had all the worst things going through my mind. Well, well, well God was with you, though. He was with he you. He was. <laughs> You're right. He really was with you, man. What is that thing we said? Uh. Um, Matthew, not that thing, the um, passage we said, Matthew 6, 26? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. God was with you, man. That's, that's totally right. Look at you now. It's like, look at you <laughs> look now, at me now. <laughs> look at you now. Look at you. Grab also, the thing about faith is, like, he will never give you, like, if you start out, he starts out with little pieces of faith just to show he's there. Right. But, like, he will mm-hmm. never say, you know what? I'm going to lower your faith down because, you know, nothing at the end of any kind of chapter in your life can be easy and you always increase your faith. Mm. So he needs to make you wait longer and longer. And that was like down to the 11th yeah. hour, like spending a couple thousand dollars and moving my entire life up to Canada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a, a big leap of faith. Um, well, but anything faith else? And fear, like, yes. It's like faith and fear cannot uh, live in the same room, mm. the same mind. Yes. That is very good. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I have yeah. no letters. I have no letters behind my name. Well, it's a PhD like, it's like a yourself. Love casts out fear. Uh, check this out. Fear says, mm-hmm. "What if?" Faith says, Damn. "Even if." That's real good. That's real good. Ain't that good? Allah. That's thank Allah. you, baby. What do they say? Allah. I'll, uh, I'll ingest that. I'll accept that. I I don't know what that is. What they say, it's a saying. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's like it's like yeah, faith. What if, even if even if yes, you know, even if even if you didn't complete this hope ride, yeah, <laughs> even if you have encouraged someone just by starting it, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. The fear would have been the fear would have been hmm. I said, I totally agree with that. You, you agree with it? Yes, sir. Oh, right on, man. Ah, yeah, yeah. And even if we didn't start this podcast, mm-hmm. even if yep. you would encourage someone um, off the air, off the pod, just by listening to your stories and, and, and just, you know, being your friend, man. Yeah, no, I could see that would be. And um, mm-hmm. let me see. Yeah. Isn't there a scripture? 
Hebrews? <sighs> what? Hebrews 11.1? 1? What, what mm. does that say? Um, what was that? Oh, yeah. Uh, it says, now faith is assurance of things hoped for, convictions of things not seen. Yeah, so I think, um, I think that part in my life was almost <laughs> a, a literal example of that scripture. <laughs> right on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like this pod, man. You yeah. know what? Well, uh, because each week I learn something different, man. Huh? <laughs> because we're yeah. encouraging. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. We are, we are. It's like you have this big old encouraging encouragement bag. Let me pull this out this week. Let me pull that out this week. <laughs> Let's chew on this. That's a good impersonation of me. <laughs> it's beep. Uh, yeah. So that's a good impersonation of me. Thank you. Yeah. This, this, this beef jerky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you got? What you got for me, Kevin Sanders? What you got for me? Well, let's wrap this one up. Well, Jeremiah uh, 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And I say. And a future. And a future. <laughs> and a future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys yeah. have a good day. Take care, guys. Yeah. We'll talk to you later. Bye.